All we need is you to hear me and me to hear you. And that's a podcast. It's just us two hearing each other. I mean, no, no <laughs> nobody else listens to this, Darren. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Daryl, I'm going to read to you something I picked up today. Okay. Uh, it's a, um, this is a cartoon from a, a little known magazine called the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have, um, humorous cartoons in them. And in this one, a, um, uh, what looks to be a older lady is giving a younger lady, presumably her daughter based on context, a present. And the present is open and appears to be a pitcher of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, for water or some other liquid. And the caption says, and remember, it's real It's real silver, so you can never, ever get rid of it. Sort of just a little commentary there on society and... Material goods? Materialistic things. And, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a dual play, right? It's just like, oh, I mean, like the does the silver make the thing valuable, or is the object still useless, or is it really about the fact that it's coming from mother to daughter? Yeah, and that's what establishes the value. Yeah. That's the bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you own any silver? Like, are you an adult? I always thought I'd become an adult when I got like a silver. Dining Why did I think that? That's fucking nuts. That's some Northeast man upbringing over here. Northeast bullshit. Yeah. Some like old colonial bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I do not have my own silverware set. Mm-hmm. I have hand-me-down, like, backup silverware from... Yes, but they're silver. I def- I'm pretty sure it's silver. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's probably aluminum. plate, dog. Yeah. But truly, like my sort of like uh, plating and cutlery set is just so low class. Like it yeah. either comes from like literally off the street, the streets of Brooklyn, or um, if I'm really going for it, I'm, I like will go to a Salvation Army or something. And they just have full sets. Maybe it's like a set of eight and there's right. maybe seven. There's seven of them there. Like, yeah. So I have I a big like mismatch a, of stuff. I went to a plate store one time, or like home goods. I went to a home goods store. This is when, like, with my ex girlfriend, when we moved into a new apartment, and we went mm-hmm. to like a home goods store to buy plates. And let me tell you something: I, I, I've never been more astonished at the price of a thing in my entire life. I was walking mm-hmm. around these things. I was like, twenty dollars for a fucking plate, and you want me to buy eight of them? You're out mm-hmm. of your fucking Right. I can get these for a dollar. I can get these for a dollar. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? flea market style. Go yeah. to flea market. Go to Salvation Army. Go to like you know an upcycling center. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. into the new economy. Yeah. Um, my stuff is all upcycled. I thought the yeah. best the best thing that happened to me one time was that. It was either last year or the year before we were buying wedding gifts and Jess follows all these like really beautiful um, like pottery artists 
online was like, oh, I'm going to buy these great gifts. We patch them up. They're very expensive. We send them off as wedding gifts. I like am literally walking down uh, half a block away over here and I see what looks like very similar product. Take it up. I was like, oh my God. It's like, it looks like old stone. It's like gray and brown and it has like purple waves in it. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Carried it all the way home and, you know, same product. Yeah. Just from trash, trash. Yeah. One man's treasure. Well, yeah. I don't even get me started on wedding shit. We're <laughs> at the age. We're in the season of wedding garbage. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, it's really killing me. It's just like everybody's fucking wedding. Even if I don't even... If, even if I can't go, I still feel obligated to these get these people a fucking present. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, all of a sudden I got to spend two hundred dollars. It's like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I hear the gen. What is it? T- y is Y after us? TikTok generation. Z. TikTok generation is we're gen, gen Z. Y. We're Y. Yeah. All right. So Z. I thought did. Did Gen Y just become millennials? Yeah. And then after that is Z. Z, a.k.a. TikTok generation. Yeah, TikTok Um, generation. I hear they don't buy stuff anymore. I think they're the ones that are going to successfully kill, like, gift giving and wedding presents. And I think that's the way of the future. Mm -hmm. I'm going around Christmas right now. This is No One Likes to Tune a Podcast, a Fast the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. Um, we do watch a Fast and Furious movie every week, and we do talk about it. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to the gift giving. Yeah. I, I hate, I'm Christmas shopping. <laughs> I'm literally spending all day every day doing this. I'm not even buying anything. I need to get like six presents. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I want I want to die. Yeah, it's awful. are you gonna are you gonna try to personalize those gifts? Are you buying six of maybe very similar things? No, I'm personalizing. Yeah, nice. You know, but it's not like personal personalizing. It's not. I'm getting like a person a scarf and a person a book that I think they'll like and a person a this and a person a that. It's not mm-hmm. like super like, oh, I know you're into like Peruvian candle making. So I got you a set of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Designer wicks over here. Yeah. I'm doing very generalized. Like people like books, scarves, socks, oranges, nice. mm-hmm. you know, Christmas shit. Good. Yeah. So you're 0 for 6 right now? Have I'm a, 1 for 6. Okay. Okay. You mean. Mm-hmm. So that's not going great. <laughs> that's not going great. <laughs> Speaking of not going great, how was your watch through of these movies? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> we watched The Fast and the Furious from 2001 this week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What? Wasn't any good. Wasn't any good at Mm -hmm. all. It was bad. It was Um, bad. Yeah. It was really bad. (laughs) This movie is bad. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't have a good time watching it. No, I mean, it's not that bad, but you know what I'm saying. 
I do. I do. I um I feel like I'm thinking about 21 Jump Street all the time. And during this movie? Just all just all the time. I just when it's one of the things a fucking movie. No, I watched it like 2 weeks ago. So I'm not watching it again right. anytime soon. But um Ice Cube yeah. gives very specific instructions to those guys. And he says, don't get expelled. Okay? Your only job here as right. undercover students is to not get expelled. And yeah. really, like, Brian's main job, like, in any any type of undercover um, mission, right? First things first, don't blow your cover. Right. Second thing is, don't lose the tool that you need in order to blend in. In this case, in the first, the like... <laughs> blows up his car immediately. Day one of undercover. Uh, yeah, don't lose or don't. He, first, he lost it and then he blew it up. Like, <laughs> that's government money, bro. Yeah. So, do you I think, know how much paperwork you're going to have to do because of that? <laughs> like, a, a, like, so you're going to be swimming in paperwork. Right. Right. It's going to be horrible. Um, yeah, don't lose. I mean, a bad start, basically. Mm-hmm. He doesn't blow his cover, but like, if I was whatever, the LAPD or whatever, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, you're coming, like, you're done, you're off this game. Immediately, immediately. I mean, he goes on to break every rule of undercover copying right up until the end of the movie. What do you think? (laughs) Wow. Okay. What do you think the rules, Daryl, of undercover copying? That's a a topic we need to dive into. All right. First things first, don't blow your cover. Second thing, don't lose the tools that you need to blend in your car. Don't lose the Right. Don't get too close to... The person, the people you are trying to surveil and infiltrate, which don't he don't fall in love, <laughs> don't fall in love, <laughs> don't form a lifelong brotherhood. Yes. Don't. <laughs> exact. Do not form a lifelong brotherhood with the mark. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Don't kill anybody who you're not supposed to be killing. Johnny Tran. Maybe he's not supposed to die. Like, but he didn't kill Johnny Tran, does he? Johnny Tran is for sure dead. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I was thinking right. of, like, the SWAT scene for a second where I was mm-hmm. like... Because he, he fucks that up, too. He, like, gives <laughs> bad <laughs> intel on Johnny Tran. Mm-hmm. Because he fell in love with... Because he fell in love with both of them. With both <laughs> Mia and Dom. He falls in love with both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... He's blinded by his love. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It is tough. Whew, excuse me. I'm trying to think if there are any other rules. Like, to try not to get uh, any other law enforcement people in trouble or dead. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess he succeeds only in that area. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Brian. Mm-hmm. Good job, Brian. That's probably why they let him back on the force. Yeah, that's probably why I love him. Of course. Yeah. Looking out for the blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good old Brian Earl Spillner over here. Um, 
fucking A cab, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after his car, after their car blows up and they get you know attacked by Johnny Tran and crew, they have the moment where they are walking in the streets. It'll never happen again. Like that would imply that there's right Uber doesn't exist. I guess they have cell phones, but walk home. They don't have cell phones to like a call an Uber or b like call a cab company. Mm -hmm. I guess they could go to a payphone and call a cab Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. Do you think they have? They probably carry. Do you think they carry wallets on them, or do you think you know, like, hey, I'm preparing to go to a street race? Oh, they only brought their street racing money. Oh, maybe because you got to leave your driver's license at home. Right, you can't get caught with that. Well, that's fair. Yeah, you don't want any kind of ID on you. But I also mm-hmm. say, you know, if these are guys who pour everything there is, everything they have, everything they earn, every penny they got into their uh, cars, if you can save. Twelve dollars on a taxi, like do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, do some lunges on your way home, then maybe get some. Uh, use it as a strength and conditioning. Yeah, then you can exercise. You're saving. You're not just shaving, saving twelve dollars on a taxi. You're saving a gym membership as well. <laughs> and you're getting yourself more physically fit so that you can be a better driver. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Push that pedal harder. Mm-hmm. You know, with those thighs you're building up. So, uh, I mean, this movie's like kind of good vibes, but also like it's it's weirdly the shortest of the series and feels too long. It felt too long to me yesterday. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need this part. I don't need this part. Whatever Jesse's got going on, I know the movie's trying to like make me care about Jesse, but I don't. I actually could lose the whole Jesse shit in this movie, <laughs> right? Like. Jesse, who's a weirdo with ADD and like builds the car, like get rid of him. Like mm-hmm. just make Don the guy who knows how to build cars mm-hmm. and like work on them. Like great, that seems like an admirable skill that Dom should have. <laughs> and then like the racehorse shit with Jesse, and then he runs away. And then like after the big climax, the after the big climax where Brian's like I'm a cop, and blah 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 blah. It's like. It's like, then it's like Jesse's again. And it's like, we're back to like Jesse shit. And then like avenging Jesse's death when just, like, shut the fuck mm-hmm. up about Jesse. <laughs> Don't get me that. That's so funny. I so, wrote down a handful of notes about Jesse, but yeah. totally other side of the, thing, of the oh, spectrum you're here. Into Je- you're like, all, you're like, yes, give me more. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, the, like Jesse is very important. To Dom and to Dom's character, right? Because it it's only exists in this movie where Dom is not the car god. And really, right. I think it's a lot better because it gives him a sort of external, um, I don't know, external like weakness, like internal weakness that he's able to um, work with his team in order to like... Right. Get done, but he trusts the mad. He trusts the mad scientist to assess the other cars that are around him, tune his own machine, 
I think it's like I think it's good to have that external perspective rather than the um, ego inflation that we see for the rest of the series. I mean, maybe, right? And yeah. it like speaks to Dom's weakness for loyalty, which again comes back in the series in like six, where he's mm-hmm. like loyal to a fault in terms of caring, taking care of the people. Fine, great quality. Mm-hmm. I, feel I like think you can so. show that through other things. Yeah, I think the like Jesse yeah, Jesse's death is a big like moment for Dom. In his and life, you're saying. In his life. Yeah. I think it represents... So, like, if you think about it before then, he was both Bailside, RX-7, Mazda guy, and he he actually and wasn't... Charger. Yeah. He wasn't Charger guy yet. He had never raced it right, before. He became Charger guy when Jesse died. Exactly. So his alter ego consumed him after Jesse died. I mean, that's kind of a good point. Mm-hmm. And it's he, like... like we're making two. I feel like we're making two different points. I mean, we're both talking about Jesse, but we're like sort of making two points that have nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the movies as it stands, and the movies as it stands show that like when Jesse died, Dom had like a psychic breakdown and became this like insane international pseudo spy criminal vehicular machine. Mm-hmm. I'm. Pro that storyline, <laughs> right? Like I think that rules. I think like it rules that you of using Jesse's death as that inflection point versus anything else that's happened in the movies. Like mm-hmm. I really appreciate that much more because mm-hmm. the movie kind of posits that that happens with like Michelle dying and he becomes this sort of international uh, anti-hero to avenge Michelle's death, or mm-hmm. it has to do with. You know, him evading the rock, and then the rock sort of uses, you know, whatever. There's, like, other inflection points at which we can argue that Dom becomes who Dom is. Mm-hmm. But Jesse's death being it, I think, is good. And, <laughs> and, like, he was so in love with Jesse that he couldn't, like, take the pain of Jesse leaving him. Yeah. Um, I'm arguing... For, like, within this movie, as, like, a narrative structural point, mm-hmm. fuck Jesse, and I, <laughs> like, get rid of him, please. <laughs> and then, like, at the end of the movie, what could happen is you can make sort of a twinned piece to the beginning, which they do, but you could do it a little better where they, like, Dom is just trying to run away. Mm-hmm. And Brian is there to chase him. And, like, Brian's driving ability is now at a point where he's sort of, like, keeping very toe-to-toe with Dom. Mm -hmm. And, like, Dom goes this way, and Dom goes that way, and Dom hits a dead end, and Dom hits... Dom can't find a way out, and then finally Dom gets stopped at this, like, whatever... Cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac or railroad. Even if you get stopped by like a railroad track, great thing to st- get stopped by, right? And mm-hmm. you're like yeah. letting the train like bring, 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 bring. And Brian pulls up next to him and he's like, it's over, Dom. Mm-hmm. And then you launch into this like, I used to race here when I was in high school. You know, and it's like, then they have one last race. And mm-hmm. at the end of that race, Dom flips his car, almost dies. 
And when he gets out and the smoke clears, Brian is there. And then you think, oh, that's it. Brian wins. It's mm-hmm. me, but it's not. It's over, right? But Brian, instead of like pulling out the handcuffs, he pulls up the keys. And he's like, here you go. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Right? I respect you. Do you think yeah. that happens, though? Like, if you cut out the Jesse part, mm-hmm. because really right before that is he has to reveal that he's a cop, he gets the helicopter out, um, Vince, right? Is there enough there to go directly from that scene to the rail, the train tracks? Is there enough like that connects Brian and Dom together, or would Dom have just split? Yeah, right from maybe. There? I think Jesse is the only thing that brings Dom, Dom back split. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then how's then how's Brian ever gonna reconnect with them? Like, in he order to have that race to begin with, yeah, right. Maybe Dom is like drops off, knows that like he needs to get rid of Michelle and Vince. Like they need to get dropped off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Brian finds them like at the hospital, and he's mm-hmm. like dropping Vince, and Michelle is gonna take care, and Letty's gonna take care of him. And he peels out of the hospital, and Brian. It rolls up to the hospital because he's figured it out. He's click, click, clacked it in his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I know where they're going. But doesn't mm-hmm. he get airlifted out? He gets airlifted. Oh, fuck the airlifting. Fuck the airlifting. No, he doesn't get airlifted out. He airlifts. Vince gets airlifted out. Yeah. Dom drives away with Mia, and Jesse, Letty. and Letty in the Civic. And then Brian drives. He already lost the top of his, yeah. uh, the t- what is that? The top of his Supra. So he drives it topless back to LA. Yeah. All right. Well, you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, you could do this movie without Jesse right. easily. And I think that that might give more emotional stakes to Dom, mm-hmm. specifically in this movie. However, I agree with you that like Jesse's death. Is a real piece of work for Dom. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a piece of work for Dom. I also think that it might contribute to not only does he become full on Charger Man, I think it kind of sets off this Charger and also Analog Man, which ultimately turns right. into a anti technology and then a hacking battle in Fate which culminates in a hacking battle, which, you know, I think we can agree sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It truly sucks. So. I mean, yeah. Dom, I do like that part of Dom. That, mm-hmm. like, the analog, like, the wrench is mightier than the gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, any kind of tech. Like, if it works, it works just fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh... I like that. Like that's a good attitude for, for Dom to have as a character. Yeah. Of like I just want like I don't need anything fancy. I need something that works. Yeah. He even goes so far as to say I don't even need a car anymore. I'm just going to settle my battle via street fight. And the time, yeah, street fight. And the time <laughs> where Dom becomes the most technologically affluent is when he's a bad guy. Mhm. Right? In eight, 
he basically like uses the most tech he's ever used, and it's for mm-hmm. nefarious and terrible purposes. Right. Like, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, the the series can do nothing but add new tech into the fucking movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we've talked about this many times. It has no. We have nothing left. Mm-hmm. But to just like keep layering technology into these movies, I mean, I think they might try to. I, I I think so. Right now, at the end of nine, we're led to believe that Dom, um, you know, is alive, but he is living on a self-sustaining farm. He's still living on a self-sustaining he's farm. A farmer now, yeah. Yes, so he's trying to live that full, no technology Amish life. Yeah, and I think that. I mean, especially since we're, you know, I think we're trying to do like a reunion and a sort of like bring back down to your roots thing with like we're trying to bring rock back over here. It seems like we're going to try to call in as much old stuff as possible for the final part one, part two of 10. I think we're going to end up seeing Dom or I would like to see Dom end up in an import car again. And he'll have to make some sort of like thing just like, oh, I haven't been in one of these in a while. I would and I like think that. that's going like to be that very much. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that very much. I would also like him. Yeah. First of all, like the rock, the odds of the rock coming back are low in my mind. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. He'll come back. Maybe. Like, how many are they going to do? They're going to do like 10 and 11 and that's it. That's what they've said. Yeah. I mean, I think, oh yeah, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I like the idea of like the Harry Potter style 10 part one, 10 part two. I think it'll be done. I don't think they can, I don't yeah, think they I have think enough 10, runway. One, two. Okay. So let's yeah. just go with that forever and assume that's what's happening. 10, one, and yeah. two. I can see the rock coming back at the end of 10, two. Just because like he's such a self centered centric asshole that he's yeah. like, We'll do it, but we'll save it because the fans will love it so much. Right? Mm-hmm. We'll save it for the end. Uh, I would hate that, obviously. Uh, but here is an idea I'm coming up with. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, now. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. You know that show, Young, Young Rock? Mm-hmm. You know the show, Young Rock? Get that guy. <laughs> And since they're going to do time travel anyway, uh-huh. get that guy to play young Hobbs. Mm. And be mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's go back in time to like Hobbs in the 90s when he's like uh-huh. a young recruit. He's got a little, <laughs> he's he's got got like a little a pubic mustache. mustache. <laughs> it sounds awesome. <laughs> and then they have to like train, train them. Train Hobbs basically on like international missions, <laughs> and that's how become Hobbs became so good at like hunting down criminals and shit. And that's the secret Hobbs has been hiding this whole time was that he was actually trained by Dom, kind of like a tenant thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. He's, yeah, he idea. was trained by Dom. Um, yeah, you might have to bring Dom, yeah, young Dom out to um, Samoa. 
It'll be flip flopping around. They'll do like a <laughs> one of yes. those type of scenes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have young Jonah, young young Hobbs. I, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> kind of good. Yeah, and just get yeah. the guy. We already got a young rock guy. Just get mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know his name? No, have you ever I don't watch that sure. show. I don't Young think Rock. so. I've yeah. seen it either. It'd be funny if we had a um a young Mr. Nobody make an appearance and they didn't know who he was when they were teenagers. Oh, they just sort of like passed each other by <laughs> by accident. I'd like that yeah. too. Yeah. I'd like that too. Uh Bradley Constant is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple. Oh, I didn't realize this. There's like three ages of rock. Mm. So there's a rock age 10. There's a rock age 15 played by Bradley Constant. And there's a rock age 18 to 20 uh, played by Uli Latokefu. Mm-hmm. Just get that guy. That'd be yeah. That'll rule. That'll rule. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Good work. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else about one? I don't know. The movie, I just didn't like watching the movie this week. Um, done with this cycle, kind of, and we still got one more. And mm-hmm. um, it's been a painful one for me. Yeah. Yeah. As intended, really. Hmm? As intended. With uh, yeah, as poor intended. High field. It was supposed to be painful and like, mission accomplished. <laughs> like, it's <sucked. laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we there's ways to make it more painful. Like if we just watched like eight, ten times in a row, that no. would be the worst thing <laughs> I could think of. But we're not doing that. Right, right, yeah. right. No, we got we got a little variety. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, bringing on back. What else do you want us to say about one? Nothing. Just bringing on back. Yeah. Bring Leon back. Yeah. I still haven't purchased a new car yet. No? Have not. Have you offloaded your... Uh, have not. I'm tied up in documentation right now. It hasn't come bad. yet. Do you yeah. have to like retitle the car before you can sell it? I don't. I do have to get a lien release, though. I don't been, know what that means. Yeah. Just a doc. It's a notarized document from a lender. Oh, you Hard to get. It yourself yeah oh yeah yeah i could you could but yeah you can't notarize your own shit though that's one of yeah, the rules of note if that's one of the rules of notaries it is that's yeah. one of the main rules yeah yeah but it's okay all right uh well do you want to do some shout outs sure yeah okay what would you like to shout out to this week mm-hmm um, I'm going to give a shout out. I just had a nice retail experience today Yeah. at the Verizon store at Atlantic Terminal slash Barclay Center. Okay. I have been there recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the retail experience at uh, Barclays. It's a mm-hmm. mall, basically. Yeah. 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 Ground So ground floor. Um, it's much different than the last time I was there probably been four years or something since I've been there, but 
I was adding Jess onto yeah. my phone plan over here, and I was trying to fiddle with it online. I thought I could do it. Actually, the online sucks. There's too many options and shit, and it's yeah. hard to decipher what I'm eligible for, what kind of like discounts I have, like what the actual cost is of adding something in. Plus, at the end of the day, I needed to get a SIM card. So I stopped by there after work, and I like the layout of the store. It seems like it's been uh, successfully um, reorganized for just like nice. COVID and also like don't hang out here. Like we're here to, to like to get to you the thing you need. And the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I like that. it wasn't just like a walk by only. It's, system. It was not exactly the McDonald's system. It looked like there were like places to hang out. You can step to the side to do a thing. But really like most of your transaction should be able to happen at the front desk over Seconds here. per customer. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had a good time. I like knew what I was talking. I knew sort of what I was interested, in, but I had a couple questions about mostly price. Like, where am I going to end up with this thing? How much is it going to cost me? It ended up being way easier than I thought. Good. The woman I was working with was very nice. And it turns out you don't have to worry about like shared data stuff anymore no. i have this prepaid verizon plan yeah. just like everybody has their own data on your plan it's just yeah. all together i was like oh your data God, is nice. a crock of shit yeah yeah so i'm glad that that's how these work now and it was super easy to get in to get out they had like a whole it looked like an atm but like a very nice full screen one hey, man so, if i didn't have my glasses on and i have terrible eyes I could probably see everything on that screen. It was a Shit. huge, like at the grocery store, you have a little like like one yeah, inch by three inch. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. This thing was like a it was like twenty seven inches of place where you can sign. You could do it with your fist if you wanted to. It was That's so amazing. easy. Yeah. So my phone company in New Zealand, two degrees. One of the things I hate most about them is that like like I actually they're not a bad company. Shout out two degrees, but like they're not a bad company. But there is this annoying thing that I have run into where it's like anything I want to do with the phone plan, they're like, oh, do it, yeah, no, do it on the app, do it online, no problem, mm-hmm. like go for it. And then I like I click through, I spend a couple minutes like clicking through the things and like a thing, I ru- always run into a wall where it's like, oh yeah, you got to call us for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or like, oh, you got to come in the store for, for that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what the fuck is this online shit for? Let me just call you now. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll waste my time going through this online bullshit. So, yeah. Um, no, shout out to Verizon Store in the Barclays Atlantic Terminal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It should so, worked, and I had a good, had a nice experience. I got exactly what I needed done yeah. way faster and way smoother than I was doing online Kill. all day. Kill. Um, I got kind of a shout out. I got a shot. You know what? I got a positive. I okay. rented a Nissan Altima this last week, and it was a sweet fucking ride. Nice. And I had a nice time driving it. Okay. It was black, and it had black rims, mm-hmm. and it had black leather seats, and I felt Ooh. really fucking cool driving around in them and heated. It was, mm-hmm. The seats were heated. The screen was very nice. The ride was super smooth. The gas mileage was excellent on this mm-hmm. Altima. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Uh, I had no issues with it, except 
the fucking radio kept coming off. <laughs> what the fuck? What is this? Uh-huh. It's just not. It's not just Subarus anymore. It's like everybody. Mm-hmm. It was just like we're just gonna turn the radio on willy nilly. Like fuck you. Mm-hmm. Is it the? Is it like a Bluetooth thing? It's like trying no. to search for. It is no? like. It is like a CarPlay situation. So I have like a cable plugged into their thing. Mm-hmm. And I plugged that cable in, which, by the way, the input on the car was USB-C, Ooh. which I was like, yeah, baby. Wow. I don't have to, like, get another cable for this. So I plug it in, and, like, I play the, mu- the whatever, my podcast or whatever, and I have the map going on the car play. And mm-hmm. then when I'm finished, I park, okay? I I I shut off the car, but the shutting off of the car doesn't shut off the front screen. Okay. Okay. The only thing that shuts off the front screen is if I open the door. Okay. That sounds right. Right. I mean, does it? Or just I mean, like turn off the off car. Shut off the car. I'm done with the car. Yeah. Hmm. You know, sometimes though you're listening to like something interesting. You don't want to sit in your driveway idle, or in baby. your parking spot. I'm <laughs> idle. I got no problem. Yeah, I like to turn off the car, sit there, maybe get a last couple fifteen seconds of my jam. I wasn't sure if it like triggers when I pull the key out or if I open the door. Here's the thing: but I kept forgetting to open the door first, so I'd shut mm. the car off. I'd unplug the phone, and when it loses the input of the Ugh, phone it reverts to the radio and yeah. then it's like and then because the balance of the volume for the phone is different from the balance it's like it's the radio but loud uh-huh yeah and then you know i'm like fuck, fuck, fuck i gotta open the door <laughs> but like i get into get into the car mm-hmm. with uh, somebody else and i close the door or, like, I'm on the phone, I get in, like, I haven't plugged my phone in yet, I'm on the phone, I get in, I start the car, and as soon as I start the car, even if the phone is plugged in, before it has right. caught the phone input, the radio is playing and playing loudly. Yeah. How would you feel, how would you feel if they stopped putting a radio AM, in the car? FM radio in the car? Fucking great. Fuck it. Actually, <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. Don't ever use that input. I don't, I like get loose. Yeah. Yeah. I got everything I need on my phone. Right. I got my Apple. I think that my, I got my pocket cast. I got, you know, everything's there. Yeah. I think it might be time for that because I mean, nobody wants, yeah, nobody listens to the radio. Mm -hmm. Elon. I I don't think that's a test. I don't think that's a way you can really make a name for yourself at your at that company. Uh huh. Be like, hey, I got an idea. I'm pretty sure there's no AM FM radio in Teslas. No, they're definitely. I mean, they have to, right? I don't think so. I think it's all online stuff. I think in I think we have our own like whatever media interface. AM FM receiver in the car. I'm talking it's like, like digital. Fuck the receiver. Um, yeah, I don't think right. there's a receiver in the car. I think you could listen to an AM station, but it connects over internet. Whoa. 
If you wanted to, you could find... Where does the band come from? Like... It would just tap into whatever... I don't know where it comes from, but I don't think there's an AM, FM radio (laughs) receiver. The waves. Yeah, it's not actually... It's not actually receiving... It's not actually receiving, like, the AM, FM. It's just, like, tapping into, right. like, the right, right, right. on the radio station's online broadcast yeah. of whatever they're playing yeah. across the waves. It's like if you want WBUR in Boston, you can, like, it's yeah. like pulling it from their website, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is fine. Mm-hmm. And we I agree. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. I would say stop putting an AM FM receiver and for sure don't make it a default setting. Make it always like I have to go and switch into that in order to ever you just make the default setting. Nothing. Yeah. If I'm not actively pushing play this buttons, don't play anything. <laughs> that seems like the right idea to me. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody out there actually has issues with it, I would actually love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. If you have an issue with your like car that you bought radio automatically playing, <laughs> I, I, because I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like this is like a modern day thing that shouldn't be a problem, but is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so let me know at Nolt Podcast N O L T T Podcast. You can write us an email complaining about it. No one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. No one likes the tuna podcast on Instagram. Patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. Now, we have a poll going on Patreon for mm-hmm. our in betweener movie. We've got one more movie to watch between now and then, which is um, two. We're watching too fast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've got a poll going on Patreon between Torque from 2004, Girl Fight from the 2000s starring Michelle Rodriguez, mm-hmm. Annapolis 2006, or Babylon AD from 2008. So uh, if you want to pick the movie, throw us a buck mm-hmm. and I'll pick the movie. Or otherwise, Daryl's going to have to tie break again. Um, yeah, what else we got going on? Nothing. Fuck them. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and bullshit. You know, I'm going to go watch mm-hmm. like some British mystery TV show with my mom right now. So cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Enjoy. All right, man. Have a good week. We'll talk too fast next week and next week. I'm going to have my top 10 of the year. <laughs> and you're going to have your top five of the year? Uh, yeah, I can have top five. That'll be next year. That'll be a little teaser for next week. Top 10, okay. top five. All right. Sounds good. Till next week, bud. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, baby. <laughs>